Yo, people, people, people. This is my first time introducing the podcast, so I got to do it my way. This is Mark Anthony Green, Michael Jordan of this podcast. My co-host, Scotty Pippen. Hey, guys. I'm not going to make you Scotty Pippen, bro. We're like, if anything, I'm like Mike Lowry, and he's like uh, Marcus. I don't know his last name. Bad Boys. You're like Martin Lawrence, and I'm Will Smith. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand any of these references. Bro... These are solid references. What anyway, yo, when welcome what's to bad the- boys. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Martin Lawrence? You're bad at this. I'm what's so up, guys? Bad. Welcome. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> what up? Welcome to Rich Friend, Rolling the elevated start. conversation brought to you by Tequila Avion. Yeah. Uh, my name is Martin Lawrence. I'm joined by my right hand man, Will Smith. Here um, today, we are drinking uh, an aviation, some Avion yeah. Reposado with a little lemon juice and a uh, maraschino liqueur. So, uh, clink up, drink up, all that good stuff. Happy Friday. Cheers. Happy 2017. We're here on the other side. We made it. <laughs> what up, man? What's up, bro? What's going on? How you feeling, man? What did you do for the New Year's? Um, I had a pretty low-key fucking New Year's. Um, was like, hung out with some friends. Uh, went camping, actually. Had uh, a nice case of Avion. Um, some... Wasn't too cold, which was cool. Uh, there was like uh, some little like Airbnb situation that we did up by like the Hudson, um, and yeah, it was fun. That I sounds very grown man of you. I, I like that. I, I didn't do any of those things. What'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> None no, of that happened. Uh, I went to my folks' place in St. Louis, and then I went to Toronto for New Year's. Holy shit, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, man. How was the to? cold it was cold as fuck yeah i'm not even gonna lie but i had an amazing time that's awesome yeah it was good you Man. know and now we're back you do know? they still have the same do they have the same like uh is the is the year different in canada <laughs> do they have i the don't same know but you know holidays? what though <laughs> but you know what though yo my friend from canada she was like um she was like she was talking about like america Mm-hmm. And called it South America, which I guess makes sense because it's south of her. That doesn't make sense at all. It, I thought it was pretty baller, though. It's, it was like, in fact, it's very insulting. No, nah, yeah, it was. It was tight. <laughs> it was such a like jab. She's yeah, tight. She's, I'm kind of not she's into brilliant. that. You're not into that. Yeah, dog, you're South American, bro. Yeah. So well, that's actually I don't know. That's cool. It's lit. Yo, you asked me you were before we uh, during the break. I feel like it's like school break. During the school break, before we came back to class. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that was what are, so fun. What are some... I know, that was the best. Yeah, What man. are some trends that would like... That are going to make it through the break? Oh, yeah, through you the know? year, like, right. What, what right. are we going to leave in 2016? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were asking for like your own style. No. Like how to step your own style up? No, I don't make decisions based on that, but I was just curious. You're not trying you to step a, your own style up a, in 2017? Uh, as, a, as an observant, as a cultural observant and an expert. New year, new mat? That's um, not a thing. Um, no, nah, it's been the same mat. It's been the same mat since about 1998. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I was uh, I was wondering what you thought about uh, like distressed like baseball caps. Distressed baseball caps? Yeah. I don't know if those ever really had a place. No. Like the distress thing got crazy. Yeah. We overdid it. Right. We overdid the distress thing and right. I think that uh we should uh we should chill that out. But um Yeah, just baseball caps in general. 
Yeah. Which I feel like are still pretty solidly in place. I think like it's fine. Head, head, default headwear. Yeah. I think 20, 2017, they'll, they'll still be here. I mean, what? There isn't really a replacement. Where else is there to go? Well, there was the fitted. Remember the fitted That's dominated what I'm saying. everything? Then, you know, like in LA and stuff. But I mean, everybody before that, it was baseball caps before that. And then snaps, and then right. new eras, and then back to snaps, and then back to normal baseball caps. And so, where do you go from there? You never know, bro. Remember, visors had a crazy moment in the nineties. That's actually very spot on. Yeah, motherfuckers might come back with the ill visor game. We might have the the rich friend branded visor with the Avion logo on the back. We might right. fuck y'all up in twenty seventeen. You don't know what we got planned. Right. Right, you know that's what true. I mean? What about Champion? Do you see Champion like still riding out as like Normcore brand of the year? Sure, for twenty seventeen. Sure, yeah, I'll give him another year. Hmm, I'll give him another year. Yeah, why not? But why? Because it's you know it's I think it's uh you gotta feel like is it is it is it too saturated? Is it too much? How simplistic and iconic is the logo? You know, like, it is good. It's good. So I think it'll be around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What else? What else have you seen as, like, dominating or, like, sort of, like, prominent sort of, like, staples of the of last year right. that we may or may not carry into this year? Man, listen, man. If I'm... I, I'd rather talk about what you need to be doing for 2017. If I were Matthew Tramiel, this is how I'd be dressing for 2017, Right. See, this just sounds mean. This no. just sounds like... What do you mean? I'm this, trying to give you some advice. It sounds like you're, like... Pivoting. Yeah, deflecting. I'm not deflecting. I'd rather make it more specific to actually, like, give you advice. Yeah, but the people at home want to know, like, your expertise about, like, your opinion about the world at large. About yeah, the style world at large. But you know what they want to know, what they want to hear more than they want to hear that? Me give you advice, I'm sure. I don't know if that's true. I think it is. Listen, man, I will put you in an extra long turtleneck. Like, not the body of the sweater, but, like, the neck. Like, I would make that motherfucker, like, four times the normal length of a turtleneck. Like a turkey neck? Like. <laughs> <laughs> See, you can't fuck with me, bro. Like, don't do it. Like, I'm going to have snaps on deck. Like, come on. Yo, but seriously, so though, put come you, on, seriously. I, no, hold on, let me finish this. Please, thank okay. you. <laughs> thank you. I'd put you in the very rare turkey neck. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd get you some tortoise frame glasses because you are smart and you think you're smart. And that's for people, like, mm-hmm. tortoise frame. You know what I mean? Like, that's your wave, and I make them, like, circular. What is that? It's like, have you ever seen, like, Spike Lee's glasses where it's, like, speckled? It kind of looks like a leopard print, but it's, like, glasses. Ah. It's, like, horn. You've seen that, like brown, and there'll be like a darker brown spots in it. Yeah. Yeah, you've seen that. That's kind how, of. That's what you need. You need some of those, like like black dude Martha's Vineyard glasses. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the way. And the frame only goes around the top. No, nah, it'll it'll like, go the whole thing. You could do it. You could do either or. You could do it either or. Why would I? But they so they're clear lenses. You don't need a prescription for them. No, nah, you would get a prescription. They eyeglasses. But I don't wear glasses. I'm I'm putting you in glasses. Let me do this. <laughs> Tuck, let me do this. I okay? cheated. I cheated on my eye test in elementary school. Did you really? The the line, the eighth line is D E F P O T E C. Our whole grade cheated. One person memorized it. Told everybody. We all had twenty twenty vision that year. Let's go. Yeah. Who was the person that memorized it and told everybody? 
I can't remember. I think it was An- I think it was Anthony. Anthony Cox was his name. Shout out to young Anthony. Yeah, and I still and if you if you look on an eye chart, unless they've changed them, but throughout my life, I would look at eye charts and be like, hell yeah, we still, still there. We still in there. Anthony still blessed us on the eyewear fucking industry. The corrupt. Like. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, you can't see <laughs> shit to force on the prescriptions road. on poor unsuspecting public school kids. That's um, insane. Yeah, Death Pot Eck. Do you um, drink soda? Hell yeah, ginger ale. What's your favorite soda? Ginger, ginger ale? Yeah. Seagram's. Canada Dry, too, honestly. I don't discriminate. Wow, I, was, I don't discriminate. Wow. <laughs> ginger ale. Is I don't discriminate. Tight, though. It's really good. Is what? the ginger, this is like some Jamaican shit. Do you like ginger beer or ginger ale better? Ginger ale. I mean, ginger beer is not soda. It's not? Why is it not soda? Because it's like something else. I thought ginger beer was technically a soda, no? What makes something soda is that if it's a carbonated drink. Yeah, but there's, like, other shit in ginger beer that makes it something else. Like what, bro? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't make it's soda. Just, you, but you're making this up. That is absolutely soda. Ginger beer is soda. What's your favorite soda? Sprite. I thought you were going to say, like, some weird shit. Like, like Mellow Yellow? Nah, like Dr. Pepper or, like, Mr. F- Mr. Pibbs. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Pibbs is not weird, bro. Mr. Do you call Pibbs. soda pop in the Midwest? Yeah, yeah right? they do. They do, but I don't. You never did? Nah, I never did. I never did. But that's because... That's how you knew you were destined for a coastal city? Nah, I knew I was destined for a coastal city because I um wore my pants real tight. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> Get your... Right, get your, yeah, get your tight-ass pants. Nah, I always dress mad weird, so I knew I, I knew I had to get out of there. I had a, yeah, my homegirl in eighth grade, um, Demi, she was from Michigan, and she put me on a pop, and there was something else. Some candy was called something else. Suckers instead of lollipops? Yeah, suckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. that's not some Jimmy's, Midwest shit, is it? Nah, I think it is. Like, I'd never, I'd never heard that before. Jimmy's instead of sprinkles? Like on nah, ice cream? Nah, that's crazy. She got crazy on that. Nobody's ever done that. Jimmy's. Nah. I'm, I didn't make the shit up. Like she definitely. made that up. Yeah. <laughs> nah. People call them that. that. People call them that. Even at people in. I've seen people on the East Coast try to like some New Jersey type shit. Try to like run that. Like oh yeah, like Jimmy's is what it's called. And I'm like, nah. Listen, bro. tweet at us nah, if you bro. if you call something something weird. Whether you call sprinkles Jimmy's, if you call yeah tequila Avion, <laughs> uh, spirit water, whatever yeah, you do, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, let yeah. it tweet at us and let us know whatever you yeah. Another weird Colloquialism, thing about another right? weird thing about New Jersey is every uh, car wash is like self service or like gas station, so it's not like you go to a gas oh, station yeah. and somebody comes up and like goes to fill your tank. Like you're supposed to just get out and fill that shit yourself. That's how it is everywhere. What are you talking about? That's the most New York shit I've ever heard. That's how it is. Ninety nine point nine. I'm sorry. Like my only frame of reference for that was Jersey. Like I'm sorry. That's you get out and pump your own gas. It's alien. What? That's how it is. Every this is so man. That's so cute. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that's so cute. That's crazy to me. I'm like, what the hell? What kind of back backwards? Every like, place is like that. You, you almost can't God find damn. somebody to pump your gas. What for the you. hell? Do y'all fucking like pedal on the ground to take off like Fred Flintstone too? Like Jesus what the fuck? Christ. Like get with the times, guys. Yeah, I tell you one Jesus. time, I had just started driving, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I was uh. I was putting some gas in my Volvo station wagon. Shout out to my Volvo station wagon. I was out here. Yeah. And I the like the nozzle got stuck. Or I didn't want it to like run over. It was like one of those things where like I had swiped my card and it was just gonna keep going, but I had no money in my account. 
So like it hit like five dollars and I didn't want it to keep going. So I pulled it out instead of undoing the thing. So it would stop pouring the gas. Anyway, I poured gasoline all over oh, myself. Oh man. It was terrible. Damn. And then I had to go to school because I had like a big exam. That so sucks. I showed up like reeking of gasoline. People were afraid I was gonna catch on fire. It was it was a whole mess. That's crazy. That's part of the reason why I left Kansas City. I had a lot of stories like that. That kind of just fit. They called you the gas. Yeah, they called. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, look, the gas the just gas. walked in. Yo, um, <laughs> I know somebody out there is gonna agree with me, and this is so weird, but oh god, I like weirdly have always like in a weird way enjoyed. The smell of like gas stations. I knew you were gonna say that because some you're people a do, right? That's nah, a some people. I don't. I don't care, man. I don't care. I know that you're out there. There's dozens of us. It's like never nudes on Arrested Development. Holy shit! I know that y'all are out there, and we don't Not need to be never fucking nudes. scared anymore. Some of us slightly enjoy the smell of gas stations, and it's fucking all right. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay all right rich friend the elevated conversation is here for you all right fuck no it's not yeah it's not no it's not um i got some weird i yeah that's a that's a good thing what's another weird thing like that where you're like you know there's got to be some other people that feel the same way you feel but right like, right that's all i'm saying it's like weirdly just kind of like oh yeah this gas station i know this i mean i think I have a huge crush on Ellen DeGeneres. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of those things. I think you're by yourself there. I think that's a little See? bit stranger than... Than liking the smell of gasoline. No, I think <laughs> I think Ellen DeGeneres is uh, sexy on the inside and out. Yep. I said it. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of my celebrity crushes. Um, yeah. I got I, nothing. I, I honestly, I just kind of want to like do the Macarena with Ellen DeGeneres at our wedding. Would you, at, at your wedding? Yeah. I think you friend. might run into some roadblocks, buddy. Have you been to a wedding recently? Yes. Uh, how was it? It was okay. Damn. You know, you Damn. Know, Shout out to them. <laughs> Shout out to whoever wasted that invite on you. It was okay. I'm not going to Wasted front. that table set. He was like, no. it, was, it was cool. This is why I was whacked. Mm-hmm. No, not whack, but this is why I was just okay, and I can't, you know, I can't, I can't gas it too much. I think with a wedding, it's important that you act your age. Like, your friend group is what's important. You, the bride and groom, this sounds are very, important. very personal. No, it's not. It's not personal. <laughs> These people will hear this and they'll know that I'm taking a shot uh-huh. and I'll deal with it. But you uh-huh. know, it's motherfucking rich friend. We tell the truth, right? Like. If you're trying to act too adult at your wedding, but you're getting married mad young, like, it's, I feel that's kind of corny. I feel you. I feel you. You know? And if you're old you. as fuck, I and you're you. like, oh, man, we're going to have some whimsical wedding, right. that's corny as fuck. Which like, one was this? Former or latter? Man, I'm not going to be too specific. I'm going to try and keep these friendships. Got you. Got try to keep my friend okay. groups out here, you dig? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, but I might have went to this wedding, and it was boring as fuck, and... And mm. super stiff, and it mm. felt like there was no love in the room. Wow. And it was whack. Have you been to, did you have a frame of reference? Yeah, I've been to some amazing weddings. Yeah? The best wedding I've ever been to, and I'll say this, is is my OG, Will Welsh. He's like my older brother. He's editor-in-chief of GQ Style. Mm-hmm. He got married, and I like, I cried. He doesn't know that I teared up, but I dead-ass teared up. What was, what was fun about it? 
it just was super. No, I'm getting teary out right now. It was just super. Um, you could tell that they didn't only think about every detail. Him and his beautiful wife Heidi. Mm-hmm. Um, but they felt everything. They were yeah. like, "We're gonna make sure that we feel everything." Yeah. And then it was just vibes and so much fun. That's sick. You Where know? was it? It was in Vermont. It was in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It was like out on some farm somewhere. That's dope, man. Yeah, it was ill. That's better than, that's the exact opposite of what you described about the other. Exactly. <laughs> to my point. Yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. Tramel, if you got married. That's okay? not, that wasn't the intention of words. I don't care. Because weddings as a concept are very interesting. Okay. Well, What's the deal with weddings? Yeah. <laughs> and you had to pick one song for your bride to walk down the aisle to. You had to pick it. Couldn't be the wedding song, the traditional joint. Here comes the bride, all dressed in white. This is going to be corny. What is it? Uh, I mean, as of right now, there's better answers on Just the give spot. It, yeah, give it, give it um, up. It's fucking that girl. What? Pharrell and Snoop. Oh, wow. That is really corny. Yeah, it is. But I, I mean, expected more from you on that. I know. Um, that's kind of yeah. good, though. I don't know. Oh, 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 oh. No, nah, that's beautiful. Oh, what's that girl? That girl is, um... You can't try living high to get a feeling... You gotta lie to yourself, he's feeling. Keep going. Um, fuck you. You know that song, though. <laughs> I don't. There's something about this girl that's from around my oh, way. Oh, the one with Jay-Z? No. Snoop. In my mind. Right, on the solo album. Yeah, it's not good. I think Jay's on that, al- on that song. Jay's on Young Girl. Oh, he's on Younger. That's what I'm thinking of. Which would not be appropriate to play. Yeah, that, that's why I was, about to, I was about to. He was about to turn the mics off. Nah. Like, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk. I was about to have a talk with my man. Y'all were going to have to hold on. Yeah, I, would, I was about to sit him down. Like, hold on. Holy hold shit. Hold it, Tequila Avion. We that's <laughs> mad funny. Give us a minute. That's really, that's hilarious. Yo, you should have seen my face. I was, I was um, Yeah, I'm wow. not, not going to return that fucking weird ass question to you. But weddings are pretty fucking like. But I haven't been to, like, a. I haven't had any of my friends get married. One of my friends is getting married this year. Shout him out. In 2017, the homie Marcus. Shout out to my dog. Yeah. Um, And that shit is definitely going to be fucking zoo status. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Are y'all going to do a bachelor party? Like, I haven't, uh, I don't, nah, I don't even. I don't believe in bachelor parties. Why not? Because to me, a bachelor party means... It means one of two things, right? It's like, this is the end of my, like, singleness. But the moment you got into a relationship, your singleness was over. So, like, it, I, I, you know what I mean? Like Logic you, follows. Yeah, you can't, you're not supposed to, like, you, you don't well, cheat. Well, I, I, think, I, think, I think the fact is that it's a, it's a equalizer. It's, you're going to have your bachelor's party, I'm going to have my fucking whatever it is bridesmaid but i don't know what the other side of it is but neither one of them need that the other thing too to and me, it's also it's not literal it's like a symbolic kind of like funny it's meant to it's not like yo but here's go, the symbolism right yo, we bought the world well, do the, like six or seven right right, right. but, this is, but there are like, some scumbags you know? that use it for that and then what it symbolically says is that yo this is my last time to go out and to be degenerates with y'all which i also don't believe in like you should be married. You should be able to be married and go out with your friends and have a good time. Like, if you're not cheating, if you're not doing anything wrong, I don't, like, if I were to get married, you know, I wouldn't expect for my life. Like, me and you, we go out, we go to 40-40. You dig what I'm saying? 
Okay. I don't, I don't know if we do that, but we wouldn't. We would never do that. Yeah, but continue. You know what I'm saying? If we go to like, what's some trendy shit, Tramel? If we go to, <laughs> if, we go, <laughs> if we go to like Kinfolk and then the Lovers Rock, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Tramel stomping, stomping ground. I don't mm-hmm. know if you even go to those places, but <laughs> but if we go to those cool kid places, like I don't, that shit shouldn't stop just because you got into a relationship or just because you got married. Like I don't believe in that. Of course it stops. No, you fucking it won't stop like for me. Fucking old and washed, and you fucking watch. So then it stopped fucking, because you're old you and washed. Fucking so, Dateline and like fucking crime nah, dramas. Then you and should like, then you should do a bachelor party argue, just because you get old and washed. I should be doing a bachelor party right now because I'm washed. You know what I mean? And you just do like old couple shit, and you don't do anything. And so it's like this, like it's a ceremony. It's not literal, but it's symbolic, and what it symbolizes is whack. Maybe because and then it's also like you know. Then you go out and you're like, there's like that whole, it's just, it's just not this, it's weird. I watched the episode of Martin the other day or over the weekend where he takes off his wedding ring at the gym and then loses yeah, it. Yeah, that shit was tight. And it's just like, that's where he does the infamous, uh, <laughs> oh, she got an acid hall. <laughs> <laughs> and, but yeah, like, it's like, you know, well, at least that's, that was the traditional idea of what it was. That was like the 1996 window right, of like, right. oh, marriage, monogamy, right. you take your ring off and then blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Maybe that is antiquated. I don't know. Yo, it's just weird to see people, you know, when you have your friends. Not even weird, but it's like, I think we are, like, people our age, a little, a little older, are, like, kind of rethinking that kind of stuff. Right. Like, the, insta, you know, the maybe maybe your, maybe your stance on bachelor parties is right. Maybe you're like, that is some old relic type shit. Right. You know? I don't know. Man, I want to get to uh, a original thinker. Our guest in this show is fucking so good. Before we jump to him... Um, People have been tweeting at us, and a lot of times they're kind of asking, like, you know, like, what... Literally, shout out to anyone who has fucking it's been, it's pressed been, a button it, on a new tweet and added us yeah, and been, been, like, Ill. said anything. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, appreciate we, it. Like, I, some, I don't reply to them sometimes because I just feel awkward, but, like, it's fucking dope. Like, thank yeah, you guys. And keep doing it, and we will actually say funny things back. Um, probably not. Yeah, maybe. We're probably never going to respond to one of your tweets. No, no, But it no, does no, make no. us feel good. Yeah, and that's no, selfish. no, no. It's Let's really dope. Let's keep it a buck. No, it's really dope. And please it's do. Tight. And, like, if you fucking listen to this crazy thing, like, okay. fucking share it and but fuck with it. Somebody tweeted. ratings and blah, 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 and do all that good stuff because it really helps us and we appreciate it. Recommend one thing to either listen to, read, or watch. Watch the Evil Knievel, either one. The Just, Evil Knievel documentary on, I think it's on Netflix. Um, I've seen it and it's great. Being evil, fucking so good, man. So good. Everything that you want from a fucking sports cultural figure documentary, somebody that's like huge and you know everything about them, but you don't know anything about them. Watch that shit. So good. 10 of 10. Um, And I recommend that you read But Beautiful by Jeff Dyer. It is a novel on jazz musicians. And Jeff Dyer is a fucking insane. Have writer. not read it. It's Fiction? brilliant. You know what is funny is uh, it's a it's a cross between the two. So it's like it's like this is the untold story of you know uh, Thelonious monks, and so it's like seventy percent truth, and then thirty percent what he thinks hmm. happened. Interesting. Which yeah. is like tight as fuck. Hmm. Also, probably like a lie, like lie, like liability. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. kind of just kind of lying on people. But, like, 
masking with the truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever read. What is your, uh, what's your mastery of uh, jazz, like, scale of 1 to 10? Uh, n- three. Three? Ten being master. Not in playing. I mean, in, like, just a what knowledge. Three. Yeah? Three, ten being master. Yeah, gotcha. I actually gotcha. can play it better than I can. Really? Than I know about it. Yeah, I can play the piano. I can play a little bit. You would play some damn piano. Yeah, you jealous. Yo, we're going to get into this. <laughs> we're going to get into this very rare guest. You would. Yo, my guy, man, this is... Uh, Fucking Brock. Legend. He's about to be on Rick's Friend right now. Listen up. Yo. What up, man? We are back with another incredible guest. Um, Who's this guy, Mag? The name of the podcast <laughs> is Rich Friend. <laughs> and uh I'm sure I'm supposed to be here. No, 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 no. You're the epitome. You're the epitome of a rich friend. Um I'm going to let you tell everybody what you do. Um but before we do that, one thing that uh my man Brock is known for is you meet a lot of people that are um you know, he works in the music industry, he works uh, you know, in the fashion industry and 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 many many he wears many many hats, but there aren't many people that you meet whose reputation of just being a solid dude, uh, you know, is is as, is as strong as my man Brock's, and so he brings positivity everywhere he goes. And he's you know he's worked on some of uh, some of your favorite projects. People listening at home, so well, I you appreciate know. that, man. Brock, what up? Sick. You know. Thank you for coming. Thank you in, for man. having me, man. You know, I don't really do too many interviews, so this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What uh, what what would you say you do if you had to classify? It's like what time of the day are we talking about? Right. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Um. You know, like you said, I'm 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 in, I'm in the music industry. I'm an A and R executive. Mm-hmm. Um. You work at a label. Yeah, I'm at Def Jam currently. Say. Um. I'm also a music manager. I manage a lot of producers. Mm-hmm. Um. DJ Dahi Cardo. Uh, Ricky from THC, mm-hmm. um, Jay Pounds. There's a lot of real great upcoming producers and some that are obviously, you know, we all know very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, Ricky Ricky has braids, right? Yeah. I got into a car accident with Ricky. Shut up. We you were in Rocky we, or something? We were in an Uber and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was, uh, we were going to Tyler's Festival. Not this last one, the one, the one before, before that. And uh, I don't, I had just met him. I had met him that day. We were all hanging out. And uh, we were leaving our homeboy's crib, going to the set, and we got into an an Uber accident. And it was so random. If you ever get into an accident with strangers, think of like, you know what I mean? Like, when you get into a car accident, like, everybody, we got to come together. But we didn't, none of us knew each other. It was, (laughs) this is, this, it was him. You get to know someone. How did y'all end up in an Uber together? Because it was just like everybody was like, everybody just called Ubers to get up. We were like, you know, like, so you was with a lot of people just pull up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, We called this Uber and um, it was uh, Ian Connor's assistant, the little the little skinny white dude. Little, oh yeah, little white yeah, dude, yeah. Like, I don't know if it's whatever. Mm. Ricky, <laughs> me, and my boy Andrew Goble, who's like seventeen and has never seen anything. And we got into a car accident and it was insane. How? What was phys- what physically happened? Like it was. I I think a woman just went down. The, I mean, we were all on our phones. Like we were, <laughs> we were working. And all of a sudden we got into this accident, and Shit. then and then it was like, do we wait? Whatever. Anyway, and that and I haven't you seen get him an since. Accident to Uber, like who gets sued? Like what is that? How does that? I mean, he kept. Have... He had all the. Que- the driver had those questions. 
And I was like, I have none <laughs> of like, these I don't answers. know what's going <laughs> right, on, like, bro. I, and I need no president. Nah, that's got it's, it's got to be an Uber thing. Like Uber, they're a company. They even though they're in, like, everybody's independent contractors, like they yeah. have to have some type of insurance, I guess. Right, yeah, right, right. I would right, assume. Yeah. Anyway, that's my that's my tangent. Yeah, Ricky's I, dope, man. That's funny. I haven't seen him since. You haven't seen him since. He's here. He was. He he's here. He's been he's been running around with us. Yeah. Um. He recently just did. Uh, he did the SDP interlude on on Travis's album. Oh, sick! Yeah, nice. that was the last place sick. we had. Um, tell me about the Kendrick cover. Like, tell us about you worked on Good Kid, Mad City, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, with with TDE, you know, Kendrick and Q and, and everybody in there, like we've known each other for such a long time. Yeah, and I think like musically, we're all kind of kindred spirits. Yeah. Um, and so I don't technically work. A Kendrick, right? Um, but you know, I'm in the studio with him every day, and right. you know, m- more of a brain trust on the music side, along with like Soundwave. That's dope. Um, so yeah, I did. I gave him, you know, I mean, I had four producers on that album. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've had producers on every album. Yeah. So I've been with him, you know, the whole entire time. Yeah. Um, and, and he's just a good friend of mine. Yeah. So. How insane has his rise been? I mean, it's it's funny because I don't. I don't really get to see it. And when I say that, I mean, yeah, I go to the shows and, you know, we're at the shows and everybody's going crazy and there's thousands of people out there. But the guy hasn't changed at all. Like, he's not a rapper, quote unquote. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he don't, you know, like we ain't in the club. Like, he's not running around doing all kind of crazy shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a, like, he's a real writer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The guy just, he writes all day. He's in the studio every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, Q is, Q, Q, even Q, Q doesn't go out and do shit. He just stunts more. You know what I'm saying? So, that's <laughs> just, definitely, Q definitely. is just, that's his that's personality. Like default mode. Exactly. Don't worry about yeah. nothing. Like, yeah. I'm going to get dressed up and sit in my living room, though. Right. I ain't going to do shit. Right. So, Nah, you know, those guys are workaholics, and I think we all are. Like, you know, my days are spent, you know, I sleep about four hours a day, maybe, yeah. on a good day. You got to yeah. get sleep, man. And um, It's important. You know, but my day consists of waking up, like, at 7 in the morning, going yeah. surfing, and then I handle emails, and, you know, by 3 o'clock, you know, I go to, to the office, do meetings, whatever I got to do, and then by 4 o'clock, I'm in the studio till 4 in the morning. I got to say, it's every crazy. time I profile somebody... And we end up like I beg them not to do studio. Like I don't want to go to the studio. No, it's, what's, there's nothing interesting about the studio. Don't like, you get tired of it? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's not the tired of the studio. Yeah, I think it depends on the on the people you with. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, there are studio sessions. You know, I'm not going to name names, but yeah, that I don't want to go to. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh fuck. You know what I'm saying? But. <laughs> I think I you mean, should name names. No, I'm not going to do that. No, it's, like, it's really, you know, honestly, it's like, it's just, you know, certain studio sessions are, you know, there's really creative shit. And then uh-huh. there's, you know, sometimes you go to the studio and people aren't doing anything. And you're uh-huh. like, okay, well, do I really have to be here? Right. Uh, and then you dip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Managing producers is interesting. Um, that's like, I feel like that alone could work out to be really fucking awesome because producers are like very productive and they do a lot but they don't have the same sort of like forward facing obligations as like an artist well, right i'll tell you an interesting story but it could that. also be very difficult i would imagine cuz it's like 
there's so many producers and there's so the much of it is exactly right. Like Where's how the do money? you make Where's that? The money? That's the tagline. Yeah, you know, like, podcast. How do you Where's make the money? Right. So <laughs> how friend? has that been? I mean, did you? Where's the money? Did you come? Was that like an angle that you wanted to sort of go at, or did it happen naturally? So, like, how did that? So I started out. I used to work at an agency. Um, I've done a lot of different shit. I was a PA on commercial sets. Uh-huh. I went to. Then I started doing art department swing. Then I went to an agency uh-huh. and I started representing uh, directors of photography and set designers and below the line stuff. Some LA shit. Some LA shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I was doing these t-shirts on the side and I, I met Cron Don and Phil to Agony and Chase, who now manages Rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, who's, who's an incredible rapper, by the way. Yeah. Um, go ahead and put that out there. Um, and we became friends through the t-shirts and you know one thing led to another and i was so gung-ho trying to figure out how to get in the music industry because mm-hmm. you know like that was prior to this is 2004 mm-hmm. so that's prior to being able to hop online and reach out to the people right, that you right, know that work right. in the music yeah like you, if you Absolutely. didn't know if you weren't in those circles you didn't Absolutely. know those people like so it wasn't like there was like celebrity a and r's that you could just reach out to or Mm -hmm. you know anybody Mm -hmm. for that matter so you know you really had to be there Mm -hmm. in these places where these people were and then you had to figure out how to develop a relationship with them and then you have to 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 nurture the relationship so i ended up you know just trying to find beats and setting up my space for 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 people and just getting beats off MySpace from people wow. like for them, right, you know. And at okay. the time, it was probably annoying to them, like yo, these whatever, you know what I'm saying. But eventually, like you know, through the help of like DJ Khalil, guys like that, Chase, um, Alchemist is very integral in in me even being here right now. Uh-huh. Um, just his, you know, stamp. Yeah, um, he's the man. So yeah, uh, to answer your question, I was managing artists at first. Right. Okay. And I was like, there's got to be an easier way. Yeah, right, right, right. That's what right? I'm saying. It's, it's like, there's got to be a better way. Right. So at the time. I would imagine the, producers are probably easier to manage than this artists. Is at the time, I'm, you know, I'm hanging around DJ Khalil and, you know, I'm in the studio, like, at the Aftermath Studios. And I'm running around, I'm looking at all these guys and 50 Cent producers and all the guys that signed to Aftermath. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're getting like 30000 a beat, you mm-hmm. know. Then all of a sudden, the bottom just drops out of the industry. And I'm like thinking, oh, man, this will be easier, like. You know, if I just manage producers, I don't got to go nowhere with right, them. Right, I don't have right. to like hang out with them every day. You know what I'm saying? It's like I could give me the work. I'll go run around and right. do my thing. Right. And you we'll know, get this money and we'll Literally get this money. Yeah. Productive. And then and then yeah. and then yeah. I found out there wasn't much money. Right. Well, that's the yeah the flip side. <laughs> and well, until you you know until you get someone that goes big or whatever. But even now, like you know, you got guys like major household names with hundreds of thousands of followers. You know, as producers and. It's really tough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody wants to pay producers in the rap world. Right. Everyone wants right. shit for free. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then they want to hammer you on the back end. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it's, it's you know. There's all sorts of, I feel like there's like a lot of gymnastics with how beats move around. You oh, send yeah. a beat to this guy. He's like, all right, I might rap on it. Then and, somebody else, you play it for someone else and then they hear it, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? And that like, was my thing. Like, I, I used to, that was my thing. Is I used to sit in the house for hours with a big bag of weed. Yeah. And, you know, for me, like, if someone's like, yo, send me beats, I'm not just going to send you all the beats that I got mm-hmm. from this month or whatever. You know, it's like I have to literally, in my mind, think, where would I take this artist? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. 
if I was this person and I just listened to their last album, right? Like, where would I go from there? Right. Because I think yeah. a lot of people who who do what I do or think that they do, um, they always send artists shit that sounds like the songs on the last album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's like yeah. artists hate that. Yeah. Right. Real artists hate that. So, so all you producers out there. Don't don't go send them something that you think would be perfect. Yeah, like them. if you're sending me stuff for Kendrick's next album, don't send me stuff that sounds like To Pimp a Butterfly. Like, right, you right, know, right. You know, if you're yeah. sending me stuff for Q, don't send me stuff that sounds like Oxymoron. Right. Like, you know, we got to, you know, these are artists. Uh, right. yeah. They're real artists. Like, you got to, you got to, you got What do you do if you send send a beat to a few people and, and, and two artists want it at the same time? Who's Who are the artists and how much are you paying? So it turns into a bidding war. I mean, no, I mean, I don't know if it's a bidding. It's I don't know if it's a bidding war per se. But yeah. what happens is, is you know, in my case, everyone wants. Oh, I love that beat. I'm gonna, right. Know, give me that beat. Put hold that. Don't give that to nobody. Yeah. And then four months go by. You, you haven't even cut the record yet. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's 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 one of those things. Like I always tell people, like this is not personal, but we don't tour. So right, right, right. This is how we can you know unless it, unless it's like an artist that you know again like it's just it might be a, the caliber of mm-hmm. the artist right. and, mm-hmm. and it might be the budget who knows right mm-hmm. but it's usually yo if you're ready to cut the check and you want to lock it in like, let's do it are you, you so your your nickname people call you the dude yeah how'd you get that that is a hell of a nickname um, yeah so about four years ago um, I had this moment. I just got really sick of fashion and I just was like, yo, I just need to like, I was like, I need to just, just have a thing. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and to me, like the coolest guy on the planet is, is Jeff Bridges in that movie, you know, the, the Big Lebowski, yeah, one of my favorite movies. And he just kind of like, he's kind of unbothered, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. And I just was like, yo, I kind of just want to put on a big cardigan grow my hair out <laughs> right, just walk right. around aloof man because yeah. it's like I think too much right yeah. you know what I'm saying you do have an aloof vibe the reason that I ask is like you, you have that vibe right where it's like positive I can't imagine you actually even raising your voice until I started to hear, like the moment you start talking about you're like if you're gonna send us money then you can get this but we're not gonna wait for it so how do those two things work together because in a way you really gotta kind of you can't be alo- you can't suit. be aloof in business well, yeah and you're and you're you are the business representation yeah, right. for well, for the artist it's tricky you know for me actually you know i have days where i feel like internally i'm gonna combust because the tricky side of walking this line is i have to handle the business but then i also have to be the creative trust for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, these are my friends too. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm, these are my friends. Travis is my friend. Kendrick's my friend. Like, really, truly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then I got to go in and d- yell at their manager or mm-hmm. we have a disagreement over what's going on or, you know, so you have to kind of firm up, but then you also got to remember that you, you have to continue to do business with these people. So my whole thing, and I think the reason why, you know, people fuck with me is because... I look at business as a marriage and not a divorce. Hmm. Like, if we're doing business, let's keep doing business. Like, why why are we going to push each other to the point over a few dollars mm-hmm. that we don't want to fuck with each other no more? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Because to me, that's just, it's, it's stupid. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Probably so, happens like, all okay, too often. like, 
I kind of approach it like, all right, so you need a favor on this one. So what are we doing the next time? Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, like, right. yeah, like, I, you know, I'm going to need a favor. I'm going to need help sometimes. Like, I just look at it like I do very fair business. Yeah. Right. You know, and I think there might be some people that get more money than me. You know what I'm saying? But I think that my relationships over the course of however long I can continue to do this, I think it all yeah. it counts. Right. This this is a like a kind of a weird uh hot seat question. Uh A and R's pick beats for albums and some of them do. Some of them do. That's one of the duties or that's like a part of the gig. Yeah. And then managing producers means you're pitching beats. So does that ever conflict? Not really, because I think it, like it's more of the person that I am. Like I don't I'm the type of person that someone sends me a beat and it's fire. I I give it to the artist. Over a, over a beat of one of mine, I play them both in the same. You right. know, it just, right. I, I don't play that game. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? yeah because yeah. at the end of the day, help. You help someone out in a certain way and it's selfless. Like Dahi gave Cole a Phonics beat for the last album. Mm-hmm. Dahi was in there working with Cole for a month. Mm-hmm. Didn't even have one that landed on the album. Right. But over the course of him being in there with Cole every day, he was like, yo, man, I, I got this beat for my boy that I think you would like and it ended up being yeah. no role models. Yeah. So it's like, who does, like, you know, Cole even said, like, who does that? Right, right, right. You know what right, I'm saying? So right. I don't, I work with people that kind of had the same uh, moral compass. Wow. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that, I, that I do because then it's, they're not looking at me crazy when I'm saying, yo, like, let's just, you know, let's be lenient on this one because I know that this is going to happen right. next time. Mm. So what, what, do you think record labels are in trouble in general? No, nah, I don't. Yeah. Why? It's still, well, no, they, they're not because at the end of the day, how are, if, if record labels and streaming services were at such odds, right? What would streaming services stream? They don't own anything. Right. It's a license. You have to license the music. So I think Spotify is like just as of like last week, like putting out a song, which I saw and was like putting that's, out content. Like yeah, they're yeah. Doing, like they're I saw that. Joey, I was like that's Joey crazy. Joey Cardo thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. But no, definitely. It seems like the streaming stuff has made it so that labels are a lot less in trouble than they were mm-hmm. at that period yeah, that no, you described you know? you know streaming is huge you know and, yeah. and now that they're figuring out how to monetize it i think it's going to change the music industry for the better for a long period of time and it's only going to get better mm-hmm. you know um technology has provided us a way to listen to music at all times of day right you know what i'm saying and not only that but literally have access to every possible song except for stuff that you know, is rare and obscure on vinyl only, and they right. never. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, which, you know, that game is going crazy right now too. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's just you know I think the the, you, the for people like us, there's a tangible aspect to everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that stuff is still like there's reverence for that. Yeah, you mm-hmm. just want the nicest, kind of biggest, best. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like when the Frank Ocean link went out with the merch and shit. Like I stopped what I, I was doing. Yo, like I, just, I, was, I did the same I thing. Stopped I what I was doing. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I gotta get two vinyls. I yeah, I gotta get the, the I got book. I got the three of the magazine. magazines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, like, word you up. You know, I handed Frank like four hundred dollars that day. Right? Yeah, word. No, I did the same <laughs> shit. I was. Jesus I think mine was Frankie. like two, three hundred, yeah, 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 yeah. bucks. Yeah. 
But you know, it's that that's a cool I think that's a cool thing about our generation, and it seems like you've been able to kind of tap into that on your own shit with no vacancy. Yeah, you know? that's you know, no vacancy is crazy. Yeah, uh, explain that to you know, the 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 listener that's in like Dallas, Texas, well, and has never seen y'all. Um, well, it's crazy because it's really you know, Tremaine and A sides. They they were you know, they they created this. Yeah. Um, I met Tremaine three years ago at Art Basel um, through Ferris. Ferris, who literally has this uncanny ability to connect people that should be connected. Mm. You know, so he and he, we had a brunch um, on, it would have been today. We were usually do it every Sunday, you know, yeah. Sunday. Um, and we had a brunch where none of, nobody knew anybody except Ferris. Ah, uh, so, that's sick. You know what I mean? He was just like, you know, he's like, yo, I just feel like these are all people that you, you know, you guys would need to meet. So that day I met Develop, the producer. I met Tremaine. Um, who else was there? Tremaine's so worldly to me, man. Tremaine's I kind of get intimidated around. Nah, he will. He, they're so. Tremaine and Ace are highly, highly, highly intelligent people. Yeah. So it's like, I feel pretty dumb around them sometimes. And I, I know I'm not dumb. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. But it's just like, the breadth of knowledge that they have about things and, you know, just because they travel the world so much and, you know, Tremaine's been in London for the last six years and they're, they're just different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the best possible way, right. you know? Um, but they're still very tapped into what the culture is because they, they grew up culture like that, you know what I mean? Like, culture is such a funny thing to where now it's like culture on display. Yeah. Like, culture, really what is culture, bro? It's <laughs> a good question. That is like the million dollar question. Like right. all culture is, is it's environment, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, like there's, it's really a biological term. I looked it up a long time ago. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's like when, it's, it's like, oh, when shit, it's yeah. like where shit goes. Like yeah, it, it groups together. Yeah, right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? So, at the end of the day, culture is really kind of where you grew up is your block it's your neighborhood where you, you know up? what i'm saying um i grew up all over southern california oh, i spent cool. a lot of time in dallas my dad left when i was five so i spent time between i was born in santa barbara mm-hmm. um i used to go to dallas for the summers uh then man some hot summer hot summer bro yeah right hot and humid i used to be in dallas like in the two worst times like in the like christmas break and <laughs> going to summertime right so i never got to play football or nothing like that because mm-hmm. i was always out, out there um, yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, you know, culture is just one of these things. Like now, it's just we just we just say it about everything. Oh, it's the culture is for the culture. Like, what is the culture? Like, hip hop culture, fashion culture, art culture. Like, but even in you say that, it's such a broad thing, right? Like, yeah. So then you have these tribes inside of the different cultures. So it's just like all we're doing is is you know kind of bastardizing the term but i think that that there's like for example it's like if you say i grew up in los angeles then there are real things about los angeles that you claim culturally as like immediately familiar to you and that you have fluency in as a part of you know what i mean no absolutely no there are like tangible real elements to it i think no they're for sure like you know but again, because it's on display, like who? Like can, you still surf. Who, I can't. Yeah, I, surf. I would imagine that that is like. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's where that is. You like, know, yeah. like and the laid backness. That's a and part of who you part are. Of your you know? culture. Yeah, I, did, I, I decided. You know, I was in New York, and um, I had started. <laughs> I had left Diamond for the first time. 
um, in 2012. Mm-hmm. And I took a job with Seth at Echo. And I only took the job because he was trying to start something and he didn't really even have an idea of what he was doing or even had it done yet. But he just knew that he needed me for some reason mm-hmm. to try to be, you know, to develop all these brands that he was trying to make in his hub. He needed the dude. You know, so I, I was, it was, he needed the dude. Yeah. <laughs> he needed Hell the yeah. dude. Hell yeah. But again, like I couldn't really do anything because it wasn't set up right and it wasn't, you know, like, mm. so. I started focusing more on the music side of things. I got a new A&R job. I was at Atlantic at the time, but I was freelancing. So I had gotten a call from Sylvia Rohn to um, help with this project that, that she was working on. And she's like, but the artist is in LA. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, as long as you have to pay for you know, me to go out there. So I ended up going back home after I quit that job. And I was like, oh, shit, man. What am I going to do? And I was like, well... I could sit in my $3,500 closet in New York Mm -hmm. and pay for that Mm -hmm. and not be there. Mm -hmm. Or I could let the companies pay for me to go to New York where it's really expensive and I can go get a place that's big in Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds sounds like a tough choice. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I was going to be out there working. So, so yeah, I came back um, to L.A. and I was like, yo, I got to be by the beach if I'm going to do this, you know, coming from New York. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, I, I got to surf. I was like, there's something about it. was just like, I need the water in my life. Yeah. It just balances me out. Like, I don't have a, I don't, once I, I surf, I get in the water, there's no issues. Like, I don't, you know, like I don't care about, I don't have any problems when I get out of the water. Yeah. And I, it's the one thing I can do without my phone. I sleep with my phone. Absolutely. Like, I don't my pillow. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, when I'm in the water, like, you can't find me. Right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. You can't find me. Yo, in Hawaii. <laughs> I took Schoolboy Q out surfing. Amazing. Yes. I took Schoolboy Q out surfing, right? No way he was good. No, no, no. First of all, what happened was, you got to understand, like, Hawaii, you know, in LA, we have beach breaks. In Hawaii, like, you got to paddle probably sometimes a mile to get to the break. Yeah. Right. You know? So, I get on the board. He's on the board. Schoolboy Q strikes me as buoyant. <laughs> like I feel like yo, he's getting less and less buoyant. By the, by, by, he's a, he's actually in really good shape right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been working out. Yeah. Um. But he, yeah. So, so I'm I'm paddling and it's like he's got this big board. I'm like on a real short board. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, all right. I, like I'm just gonna. I was like, I can't I can't paddle slow for you. So. I was like, uh, you know, just come out to the lineup. I'll, you know, I'll be out there. So I paddle, I get out there. I'm out there for like an hour and a half and I don't see him. So I'm thinking he just turned around. He's like, fuck this, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I paddle in and I see all the homies that we brought on vacation. And they're on the, they're on the beach. And I'm like, yo, where's Q? And they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I'm like, where is he? And they're like, yo, I thought he was out there with you. And I was like, bruh, I haven't seen him since we literally jumped in the water. Yeah. So I'm like calling him. He's on answering the phone. They were like, say, they said that he went out, like he went out after me. So like an hour goes by oh, and no. I'm looking at the jetty and all of a sudden I see like someone throw the surfboard in the air on a jetty, right? And I see cute fat ass. <laughs> 
he's like, you bitch, you bitch. You just left me out there. I'm out in the middle of the ocean. I can't find you. I'm screaming. No one can hear I'm me. Scre- <laughs> he's like, I'm screaming, bro, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that like, is fucking amazing. He was so, he's like, come get this fucking board. This shit's heavy. I'm tired. Like, it was just like, Yo, he had been out there for like two hours. Word up. That's crazy. Yo. <laughs> he was so mad at me. That was an epic. Oh, that was an epic. That was, an epic trip, that was the man. last time you took a rapper surfing. Um, you were like, All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. You know what's crazy is I feel like a lot of weird to say, but I have a lot of rapper friends that can't even swim. Right, of course, but yeah, naturally. It's crazy is like people have come. The thing we did last night, the crab boil. Yeah. Like people have come to my house. Like we do that thing on Sundays at my crib. Yeah. When you're in, in LA. LA. When you're in LA. Yeah, yeah. Definitely come by. For sure, for sure. Um. But it's kind of piqued everybody's interest now, mm. where it's like, damn, like you really love this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like maybe I should try surf, this. Surf culture seems like one of those that is so all or nothing. Like you know, it seems like y'all don't fuck around, you know? No, nah, well, you know what it is, and I'm not, you know, again, I, I'm, you know, I'm not gonna sit and pretend like I'm a great surfer. You know what I'm saying? I just love it. Right. Exactly. The way that it, you know, I, it's a great exercise. It's an adrenaline rush, and mentally. The water does something to you when you're out there. You know what I mean? Like you're sitting there, you re- you really you really realize like how keep in, small keep in you mind are. we live mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, man. So you're making us feel real shitty about no, no, it's cool about our situation. <laughs> That's the thing is, you see just miles of beach and water and blue yeah, sky. Yeah, it it really, just, just does something. It does yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm on full on room on a on a molecular level. Like <laughs> yeah, it does yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Um, nah, but but it just you know like it's kind of. It's just a balance, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's 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 good. And I think, you know, people should try it. <laughs> if that's something you want to try. Like Mark I think Anthony people Green, should, should people it. need to start trying shit that they're you scared of. I'm yeah. one of those uh rappers who can't swim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Yeah, my boy I got a couple people that they were like, yo, 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 man, you know, I really want him, but I gotta learn how to swim first. So right. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. I would highly suggest that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> a good place to start. Currents. Have you ever traveled for like the best surf? Nah, because I'm, again, like, I'm not, you know, a, a good four or five, six foot wave is where I max out. Like, I'm not, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so. uh, I'm just not, I'm not trying to die surfing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, <laughs> right. I, I, I fuck with it. Right. And maybe once I finish this journey that I'm on, maybe, maybe I'll. that's the best way to go out. Yeah, you know I'm no. Mean? That's what I'm saying. I'm. I have no issues getting lost at sea and just being done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if that's how I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll take dope. that one. Yeah, Tramel, yeah. what would be your ideal way to get out the game? Uh, ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, probably like a very, very, very a uh, dramatic, like highly cinematic, like uh, explosion. Like something that's just like words like bad boys like yeah, like like something crazy like I drove backwards like at sixty miles an hour like in a fucking like shootout um like yeah with like fucking like thirty grand in the trunk or something something crazy happens then you like flip over and like the whole thing blows up and yeah. it's like on the news for like a month straight it's funny because people say that we're like uh, the bad boys of podcasts he's Martin Lawrence and I'm Will Smith <laughs> I can see that people no, say that no, all the time no one's ever said people that. say that okay. all the time and in the no comments no one will ever say it again you gotta people, people, people say that all the time in the comments have, have you seen the comments people say that all the time in the comments no that's Yo. funny I want to be comment 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 Mike, Mike, Mike Lowry right, Com- right. comment what what buddy comedy Mark Anthony Green and I are most like 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's our that's our call to action for this episode. Well, at least it's not a rom com. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. It ain't right. that. Right. That's for damn sure. Right. Yo, man, thank you so much. Nah, thank you for having bro. me, man. Seriously, yeah. it's I appreciate be, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, and then we're coming over for the crab boy. You def coming over for the it's crab over boy, for that. Bro. Yeah, yeah, man, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Next time you're waves. in LA, it's yeah. I'll do a special one for y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah, Sick. yo, bro, thank you, man. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah. Where's the tequila? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Avion. Thank you. Word, thank you. word, Jeezy. Yes. Thank you guys so much. That was awesome. Brock's the fucking man. Uh, Rich friend, the elevated conversation. I'm Matthew Tremell. This is Mark Anthony Green. It's been another one. Another one. Yeah, just fucking hold on tight. Hold on to your hats. <laughs> hold on to your socks. Clink up, drink up. Is that what you said? Is that good? That was tight. Is I it? thought that was tight. Okay. I'd put it on a t-shirt. Hell yeah. That's the fucking bar right there. That's it. Clink cool. up, drink up. Mark Anthony Green's got a date, so he's got to get out of here. But we whoa, will see whoa, you guys whoa, next yo, week. Hey. Peace. Rich Friend, the Elevated Conversation is a loudspeaker network production. Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Tim Einenkel. Our executive producer is Chris Morrow. The views, opinions, and hilarious jokes expressed on this podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests featured on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Tequila Avion 